Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Fierce Calling Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Swift. I'm talking with women who are taking action where their passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. They're using their God-given gifts to impact the world for Christ. Because every woman of God has a fierce calling, and everybody has a story. So, let's tell them to glorify God and share what we know. And I hope this podcast encourages, inspires, and challenges other women to take action and use their God-given gifts to impact the world. I want this podcast to help equip women to step out of their doubt and into their fierce calling. Guess what, friend? The coronavirus, this crazy pandemic, hit a little too close to home in October, like really close. My husband, grandson, and I all tested positive and we had to quarantine together while we recovered. And for us, it was like having a really bad cold and we're thankful that it didn't get much worse than that. But I know that so many have suffered through this virus and have even lost loved ones. And I'm so sorry for your pain and what you've gone through. I just wanted to take a moment to share my experience with it with you and to thank you for your prayers and all who have brought a meal and those who had made sure that we had all that we needed. Because it's so true, God does provide for our needs and he uses those around us to help fulfill that promise to us. So my husband and my grandson are doing really great. I still feel some effects of it. Like I still can't taste or smell anything, which is really annoying, but I know it'll come back eventually. So I'm just gonna hold out hope. In today's episode, The Emotional Healing of a Childhood Cult Survivor, I'm talking with my friend, Michelle Saunders-Gutch. Michelle gave her life to Jesus at the age of five, but fell away when her life fell apart after leaving an abusive cult. We talk about her redemption story, how she's honoring her mom's story, and how God is now using Michelle to help women share their God stories and find healing and redemption through Christ. I know what Michelle has to share will inspire, encourage, and challenge you, and perhaps give you that little nudge that you need to seek God and how you can share the story that you have inside of you. So listen in while I have a chat with Michelle Saunders-Gutch. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fierce Calling Podcast. Today, I am excited to welcome my friend, Michelle Saunders-Gutch. She is the CEO and founder of Altered Stories Ministry and host of the Altered Stories Podcast. She's a speaker, a ministry and business leader, and is passionate about helping women share their God stories to help women overcome their struggles. Wow, we can relate to that, can't we? She is also a wife to Mark, mother to her adult daughter, Tawny, Gigi to Bentley Rose, and dog mama to Bo and Belle. So we're excited to have you, Michelle. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Doris. I'm excited to be here. Really, I am. Great. Well, I know that the listener is going to be interested to hear all about what exactly does Altered Stories mean and how you got started in doing that ministry and podcast. I would love for you to share a little bit about your story and then how you're taking action where your passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Wow, those are some loaded questions, Doris. (laughs) But you know what? You were kind enough to kind of prepare me and let me know. So um, Altered Stories Ministry. Let me start there real quick. Um, 
I was very blessed to have the opportunity to work at Focus on the Family. While I was there and on staff, I did some work with the broadcast group. And uh, at that time, I really felt God calling me to start a Christian women's talk show and to help women share their stories, give them a voice so that they can help with transforming other women who needed to hear their stories and understand that they're not alone in their struggles. Mm. And I've been in women's ministry previously, not on staff, all volunteer roles. I'd always been um, a proponent for women, always wanted to see women be successful. Wherever I seemed to go, it seemed like God gave me favor with women, great favor with women. I could be on an airplane. I could be in the bathroom. I could be on the (laughs) beach. It just seemed like it was easy to build trust and connection with women. And God also opened the doors for me to be able to work in a retreat ministry that was founded by my dear friend, Diane Andrews. And part of that was facilitating retreats and sharing and helping women find rest and renewal in Jesus Christ through the speakers we brought in. And we would break out in sessions and it was just fellowship for women and helping them. And a lot of them needed to just share. So anyway, Altered Stories, the name actually came from a group of millennial women at Focus on the Family. I had started connecting with uh, Rob Kirkpatrick and uh, Christina Beebe in their group, and they were so supportive of what I was trying to do. And so the the name, Altered Stories, when I first started this vision, I created a Facebook group, started bringing followers along and creating my vision. And what was so exciting is that this broadcast group wanted to come alongside me and help me and support me wherever they could too. So I felt like between the connections I made and uh, the feedback I got on some of the names and, you know, God just orchestrated everything, Mm -hmm. including the logo, um, bringing um, that through one of my dear friends, uh, daughters who painted that so the, the the actual transformation of a woman going through the struggle and you know bringing God into their story and then coming out healed from brokenness and being all that God wanted and purposed them to be. So mm-hmm. the the actual mission of Altered Stories Ministry is helping Christian women share their amazing God stories so women across the world can hear them and be transformed. It's interesting because stories, not only does it transform you and faith builds as you share them as a Christian, but it also does some kind of transformation to the listener in some capacity. So that all my life, I had always um, pretty much wanted to help share who Jesus was, help edify and encourage and love. I always had a love, a great love for all people. And then God just kind of used it in the area of women's ministry. That kind of led me uh, to this ministry of 
you know, supporting women and helping them. And, you know, I have a much bigger vision. I'll talk to you later about that in terms <laughs> of what I'm doing. And then the podcast piece, I started out wanting to be a journalist, mm. a um, broadcast journalist. And when I was in high school, I was on the radio and I wanted to go and do that. And at the time I was in college, uh, I started out writing and wanting to move into journalism full time. And then I got married and took a detour. Mm. Um, and that changed the direction of my career completely. So I kind of veered off. Now, taking back to my personal, my personal story, which also ties into the ministry. Um, I was born um, in a military family. Uh, I was a military brat, moved all around the world. Uh, with my dad and my mom, my brother, and my sister at the time. And I accepted Jesus when I was five. My dad was in the Air Force, so he was gone a lot. He did these different missions that were definitely confidential. And so my mom pretty much did the rearing, child rearing. So I found Jesus Christ in Sunday school in a Missionary Alliance church in Providence, Rhode Island, where my mom was born. Mm -hmm. uh, and I then, of course, uh, did what you do when you're five years old <laughs> and, you know, growing in your life, right? right? And so I just kind of followed what my mom anticipated and expected. And then, of course, unfortunately, my mother, not having had the discipleship, by the way, it is her birthday today. So I want to honor her today because um, she's in heaven with Jesus. But today I wanted to specifically share my mom's story and that intersected with mine. Mm -hmm. And my mother became a Christian and she didn't have any support. She didn't have any kind of discipling. And she, of course, was away from all of her family moving around with my dad in the Air Force. And so she met friends and they felt like family and they uh, all kind of innocently got involved with a very cultish group of Christians. And unfortunately, uh, it just progressively got worse and um, the controls and the abuse, all those things. And my dad wasn't fully aware of everything that was transpiring. My mother didn't realize exactly, I don't think, the extent mm. that she had immersed herself into this very unhealthy group of Christians in this pastor that I would say was very abusive, not only to those around him and his immediate family, but also with those that supported him or followed him. So... I was unfortunately a child cult um, victim and I saw things I should never have seen as a child. I had all types of controls put on me that really a child in my age, because I started getting involved in this group from the time I was seven. And then um, it, long story short, my dad, and mom almost divorced over it, but thankfully God intervened and they did not. And my mother made the choice and the decision to leave the group and to follow my dad. And 
go through the process of what needed to happen to help us heal and help us to get back on track and to be a family again. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of hurts. There was a lot of wounds. There was a lot of struggles when I was involved in that group. It was hard on my brother. He eventually uh, left home. He pretty much my parents lost custody of him um, based on some things that came out in the media. And, you know, my sister was so young, I don't think she really understood all of it. But I think I was in the middle of it. And I had a lot of the effects um, of feeling really pulled and trying to, as a child, develop and still feel like I was received or accepted uh, in a secular world and then also living in a very controlled group and we couldn't celebrate holidays. We couldn't watch TV. We, it was very legalistic. We could only, you know, spend time with those that were within the group. It was very isolating too. And then the um, man that headed it up, essentially because my dad was gone and he went overseas and there was years where my dad wasn't on the home front as much. And my mother embraced this family, this, this cult, and they really were embedded in our everyday life. Mm. So, you know, I had a story inside of me. It was difficult after I came out of that. I was ashamed of it. I didn't want anybody to know. I was trying to normalize my life and to be able to, you know, as my mom walked away to heal and to go forward. But I kept that inside of me until I started experiencing some behaviors which were high anxiety and panic attacks and things, you know, that um, I I just wasn't free. You know, Mm -hmm. I wasn't free and I had made poor choices in other areas in my life as a result. So, you know, but through it all, God knew and he had this calling that I have today. He also uh, helped me go through the process of redemption, overcoming, healing, reconciliation. He brought great healthy Christians into my life. I have my husband now. I had a very hard and difficult divorce because I married someone that really was an unhealthy person. Mm -hmm. And that was very difficult through that season. But, you know, God in his graciousness, he, because I, I ran from Christianity. I didn't have a really good perspective on it. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, not wanting anyone to control me or, you know, I I just had a lot of, you know, defense mechanisms, protection, all those things that I needed to work through. And then I channeled it into being successful in my career and successful in other areas, but just, you know, when you're not healing, it's, it's temporary, you know what I mean? So anyway, so the, the great news of this is that God put me in touch. We moved to um, Denver, Colorado, and I was fortunate to meet some very wonderful Christians and incredible people that God just showed through them his love. And, you know, I was able to 
start going to a church for the first time. And the good news is Mm -hmm. that God used that. And through that, you know, start rebuilding and building my faith in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. and trusting that and, you know, walking with him. And then, of course, he sent, you know, all types of opportunities for me to be able to share my story quietly. You know, it was quiet. It was not public, but he was just being a gentleman and he was like sending the right people that were ready to hear it, Mm -hmm. including a stress management counselor who I did spend some time and she's really gave me a lot of revelation and insight into, you know, my experience. And I, you know, started going through the healing process. I had an incredible healing um, it was an emotional healing from the top of mm-hmm. my head to the bottom of my toes in Denver at a Christian conference. And the Holy Spirit just came mm-hmm. and I just felt this release. I mean, shaking and just crying and just tears. And, you know, it was truly the Holy Spirit that came over me and completely yeah. healed my emotions. Um, through the process. It was truly a a beautiful experience for me because I was hard, very, very hard. That, you know, then of course led me to going into church and God just started again, like I said earlier, sharing just the work he'd done and, you know, the healing. And I wrote out my story and, you know, God allowed me to you know, start telling a few women on the board that I was serving in this ministry Mm -hmm. a little bit about what I had went through and God was doing through that and the transformation and the change. Uh, And it is what it is today, but, you know, he just, God is so good. I mean, he's so amazing. I just knew that my calling was to listen to women who had stories who needed care, love, support, to direct them to Jesus, to show the love of Jesus, and to let them know they're not alone uh, in their journey, and that God can heal, God can restore, God can bring reconciliation in your life. If you let him, you know, there's so many wonderful stories out there. But I am in a testament because I hated Christians. I mean, I will tell you what, Going through that experience, I did not want anything to do with Christians or Christianity. Mm-hmm. And God slowly showed me through people and then actually had me working in some high profile faith based organizations. Yes. You know, that I would never, wow. I would have never chosen. Yeah. You know, but, you know, He was having me use my gifts and showing me and showing me the body of Christ. And we're not perfect people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not perfect people. And there's a lot of people out there who have a lot of stories inside of them and they don't know how to process it. They don't know what to do. They don't know how to go about breaking free from the chains Mm -hmm. of the oppression of some of the experiences they went through. Yeah, absolutely. What a powerful redemption story. And you know, looking back, you were such a young, impressionable child that went through such trauma and difficulties in this cult. And praise God that your mom then had the courage to get out of that because those things are hard to leave once you 
are in them, right? I mean, it's hard to break out because it's kind of like a brainwashing or something. And then telling these lies to keep you in and the control and then the abuse. You know, I've talked to other victims through lay counseling and things of different other circumstances, Mm -hmm. not necessarily of the cult survivor, but just the fact being that they felt like maybe it's my fault that this is happening or, you know, all kinds of things. But like you were saying that after you were basically really free of that, but the damage had been such that it started to manifest in different ways in your life because it was like pushed down and just like you were saying, you were kind of moving forward, moving forward and keeping yourself so busy in striving for success. And that was still something in there that God was going to do a work in you and put you in focus in the family. That is amazing. Oh, well, I mean, I, I just think that he, you know, he had a plan for everything. And I will say that my mom, I think through the, the process was never able to, I think, have her story heard. Mm -hmm. And so I, started this ministry because not only did I want to honor my mom through it, but I also didn't want other women to carry the burden of any kind of shame or guilt yeah. or things that oppress women. You know, when they go through these trials and struggles and, you know, we're, we're not perfect people. Mm-hmm. And so I just want women to be free from the chains. You know, Jesus met that woman at the well. Yes. That story is so precious. I wish every single woman could hear that story mm-hmm. um, of how Jesus just loved her, accepted her. And she was so bitter and had been through so many marriages, had been through su- such disappointment and her reputation, you know, was not great. And yeah, she was really having a hard time. But when Jesus, you know, and he redeemed her and just what he did through that process and how that lifted her right up out of the pit, mm-hmm. you know, I just see that. And, and, and God does that, that he does that. He welcomes us with open, loving arms yeah. and, you know, gets to the truth, gets to the root, gets to, you know, what leads us to some of our decisions and you know everyone has a reason mm-hmm. for why they do some of the things that they do whether it's selfishness whether it you know victimization or they were abused themselves or whatever but mm-hmm. i will say that deep down jesus knows how to get to your core and he knows how to redeem and heal and i'm a testament of that Amen. i'm a testament of that Mm-hmm. And I want to help other women continue to further their message to uh, being a testament of God's uh, great redemption Amen. and what he's doing, you know, and done yeah. in their lives. So like you said, it doesn't matter where you're at. God can take you through. And you know what? We don't have to have it all perfect. Yeah, and that is so precious. You're absolutely right. And I love that story about the woman at the well. God put that in there for us to read and to know and to see, like you said, how Jesus, he knew all the things about, you know, her and she was just amazed. And you think about it too. It's like a woman that went to the well at that time, the hour of the day that 
normally other women would go at a different time. Maybe she was avoiding these other women, you know, because of the reputation she had. And then once she met the Messiah and she's like, could this be the Messiah? She ran into the, to the city and started talking to people like, you know, if people feel shame, they would not be bold to go run and tell people about something like that. But yeah, she just couldn't contain it. And, and I see that in you, Michelle, because you've got this powerful story of redemption and your heart to see women healed and to see them walk forth in their true path and plans that God has for them. And just, it's never too late, right? It's never too late for that. Yeah, it's just, you know, one of the things, and Doris, you're bringing me to tears. <laughs> I really appreciate you seeing this. But there's a lot of Christian women out there that are still really hurting. They've yeah. been hurt. They've been hurt by other women. They're afraid, you know, to trust. And they're afraid mm-hmm. to just let their guards down. And, you know, in order for Jesus to really work, we have to die to ourselves. And we want more of him and less of us, right? Right. And we want him to shine. And it's difficult. It's really difficult for some women to mm. come out of, you know, their struggles and their hurt and their pain. Yes. But there's so many women out there that God needs them to do this yeah. for him, for his glory, for his story. And it keeps you back from the blessings that God has mm. in your life. And I mean, if I, I, I had a really hard time going public with this story at first mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, out there. And I was very grateful that God was gentle in giving me just small ways to share. And, yeah. you know, each person I've shared this story with, you know, I will write a book. Uh, I will call it my altered story, but it's really for edification. It's really for inspiration. Um, It's really for others to understand why I have felt this calling, this storytelling calling, this ability to help women, you know, become all that Jesus wants them to be in their lives. And I love how when you went through this painful or a long painful season in your life. And then because this was your impression of Christianity, that you were kind of walking in the wilderness for some years dealing with this and hating Christians and not really um, knowing what a true believer could be, the love of Christ that could come through a true believer. And then how, I can't think of another better word than precious. It's It's so precious how he put brothers and sisters around you, like kind of like a a cushion around you. So when this story was emerging, it would feel like you had this community of support that loved, believed, and cared for you and just walked beside you through it. And then God opened these opportunities for this to come forth. I know you've probably heard this. Whenever a speaker speaks at an event, God knows exactly who they're going to be speaking to or on a podcast, who was going to be listening. And I know that you have heard women come to you. I'm just, I'm just thinking that this has happened and say, wow, thank you for sharing that because that happened to me or I can, or that's something that I can relate to. And you've 
given me this gift, you know, this hope. And Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so precious. I mean, our stories yeah. are a gift and yeah, you know, to the receiver and it's a calling. It's a sacrifice. Yes. Um, you know, I, through this have, you know, made a lot of changes mm -hmm. in my life and, you know, God has just continued to encourage whenever I'm like, Oh God, how come me? How, you know, maybe I should do this differently here and, you know, or have this changed or, you know, do something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think God just will then reinforce. Mm -hmm. No, this, this is your calling, Michelle. I mean, I was out of town. I was in Branson and not long ago. And, you know, I was doing a lot of reflection and, and soul searching, Doris, and there was a hurting woman at the pool. Mm. She was hurting and her spirit was just drawn. And I spent a long time being Jesus, trying to for her, mm. showing his love, you know, just ministering where I could to help her. And she needed it really bad. And so, you know, I just know that the calling that God calls us to is a fierce calling and we should never, ever ever take it lightly yeah. because you never know who needs it, whose life you could save. You never know how that the downstream domino effect and who is healed as a result. And then how that affects their families, how that could affect them in being the leaders they are in their workplace and being a better leader, a better mother, a better wife, a better friend. I mean, there's just a whole lot that goes in yes, that. Yes, absolutely. A whole lot of good. I know when you think <laughs> about, you know, really, it can be intimidating when we talk about impacting the world for Christ. Well, your world starts with that one divine appointment at the pool. You know, you just, you don't yeah. know, like you say, what God is going to do with it because he provides the increase and it's just us being obedient, you know, and going and doing and telling and sharing and loving people. And then he takes care of how that all kind of plays out in his big picture plan. And it's just so amazing. And what a privilege to be a part of that, isn't it, Michelle? Oh, you know, it is, Doris. I want every woman that is feeling that calling to not be afraid. I mean, it it is scary. You know, you don't know. Sometimes people don't understand Mm -hmm. um, but God will work it through in a way that is beneficial to help you through the healing process. I mean, you don't tell your story to everybody. I mean, you, you know, you, you have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and the leading of, of that. And, mm -hmm. you know, being in trusting the Lord, he's got you, he's got you. So, yeah. you know, he's got, like you said, and I said, there's the right people, you know, as you go through the process and he'll let you know. It's so amazing. And I, I love how you were talking about honoring your mom, because that is so meaningful. There might be a listener right now who is that mom, who maybe is feeling guilty or regrets what choices they have made that could have impact their children. You know, it is so amazing to hear your story and how your love for your mom and just seeing that you know, this is something she fell into and, you know, and your testimony is helping other people heal. 
And, you know, we look back on things that we've had to go through in our lives and things that we wouldn't choose, but because they had happened and God allowed them, so many more lives can be changed and furthering the kingdom for his good and glory than had some things not happened to us. So it is amazing. I love that you are honoring your mom because that's really special. And I know that our listener is interested to hear how they can connect with you where they can find your podcast, Altered Stories, and you're on Pray.com too, right? Yes, I That's am. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I know. Isn't that precious? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the way listeners can connect with me, various ways, we have an Altered Stories Ministry Facebook page. You can actually connect that way. We have an um, Instagram account there. I also have uh, my own Facebook page, a podcast page on Facebook, a website, www.alteredstories.org. You can leave me your feedback, or if you're interested in your story, uh, sharing it, you can leave that there. There's my email, um, which is also out there on Facebook. It's msaunders.com. That's G-O-T-T-S-C-H at gmail.com. So there's a lot of different ways. You can go up on our website, listen to all our episodes, um, the Altered Stories show. Mm-hmm. We're actually out there on Google. We're out there on Apple. We're getting on to Ghana. We are working on getting on Amazon Audible. We're on Stitcher. We're hoping soon to get into uh, a network. Uh, with other podcasts, Christian podcasts like Faith Casters. So there's you know, Podchaser, Podacy, all of those different um, platforms. Uh, we are, of course, growing. We haven't been out all that long, but the stories are making an impact and they're transforming lives of women. And that's what's so healing uh, for even those women that have the courage and are stepping up and sharing too. So it's so faith building. It's just so faith building. I guess you would call it the unfiltered gospel. I mean, there's all different ways of being able to, you know, share. And we're hoping to do a virtual women's conference called the story inside of you in January of next year. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to just call women to, getting through and, you know, helping them find their inner story uh, and taking the time to do that. So we'll see where that all goes. Yeah. But it's it's all exciting. It's all exciting. I'm learning all the time. God just keeps amazing us, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, he That's does. Awesome. <laughs> well, yes. I love that. And so I will put all of the links, you know, to your email and your Facebook and um, your website in the show notes so that listeners can find you. And they can also make a comment on the show notes as well. And then I can make sure that you get that message too. So it's been such a pleasure having you. I'm so blessed by what God is doing in your life and how you are just stepping out and saying, here I am, Lord, use me, right? I know he does. God does recruit from all areas of life and walks of life. Um, And we just have to walk in obedience and live to our convictions. Mm -hmm. And he knows, he knows what he's going to do with you. And sometimes, I mean, it's just, it it doesn't have to be big. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
God works in so many different yeah. ways. And the ministry component is for everyone who yeah. wants to share who he is and yes. come alongside Jesus and do life with him. Exactly. To do the things that he prepared in advance for us to do. And we can do it all together as a family, brothers and sisters in Christ in a family of God. And it just, it's just so cool to you know, be able to connect and listen, like you say, to the stories. And I love how your conference is going to help women to be able to share their story, how they can do that. So be looking out for Michelle's conference that's going to be coming up. Be sure to check out her Facebook page and her website and reach out and let her know how this has blessed you today. And so thank you so much, Michelle. I hope to have you on again sometime. Oh, Doris, we're going to get you on my podcast and have you share your faith building story, Ooh, your I God story. That. I would so, love that. <laughs> I want to do that too, Doris Swift. Thank All you. All right. Well, thank you very much. And then we will talk soon. Okay. Take care. Thank you for listening. And I hope Michelle's God story inspired you. She is reaching a multitude of women through her Altered Stories ministry and Altered Stories podcast. Her heart is to see women healed and free through sharing their God stories and the deliverance of God's grace. She would love to connect with you, and I have all the links to find her and her ministry in the show notes on my website, doraswift.com. So check that out. You know all that hard stuff you've gone through? God can use your story to help others heal. And if you are still working through your own healing process, know, friend, that you are not alone. I'd also love to connect with you. And if you struggle with sharing the gospel with others, might even want to get a little bit more in depth as to what that actually even means, I have a great free resource for you called Simple Tips for Sharing Your Faith. It's found on my website, daraswift.com, but I also have a link to it in the show notes, along with my ebook, Step Out of Your Doubt and Into Your Calling, where I share some of my great story and testimony and encourage you to step into your fierce calling and a few other things too. So check out the show notes and my website, daraswift.com. I would love you to join my email list so I can stay connected with you and send you monthly encouragement through my newsletter where I share resources and other things that will encourage and inspire you to keep on keeping on in this walk with Christ. Jesus wants our joy full, so much so that he tells us important precepts to live by so that his joy may remain in us, that our joy may be full. His joy remains in us. That is a powerful truth. And when life doesn't feel so joyful, we can remember this. Following Jesus is a great adventure, and we are part of that family of believers. And although we can mess up, we can fess up, be forgiven, and walk in our fierce calling. You have one friend, and wherever God has you, trust that the Holy Spirit can empower you to be the change in the lives of others who need to hear his message of hope. I hope you'll join me next time when I invite another woman to share where she is taking action, where her passion, compassion, and conviction intersect. Until then, friend, have a blessed week, and I'll talk to you soon.